Life is precious, and we all have the opportunity of living it to the fullest. Unfortunately, so few of us know how to manage it all. How do we account for our opportunities? How do we account for our time? How do we account for our relationships, health, spirituality, homes, finances, influence, and careers? How do we account for the one life we have to live? I am so glad you asked. In this program, you will find answers to all of these questions and more. Welcome to the Account for Your Life podcast with your host, the healthy accountant himself, Jay Moore. And, and welcome back to another episode today, How to Persuade Using a Spiritual Law. How to Persuade. Man, last night, maybe it was the night before last. It was it was this week for sure. I I, I must have jumped on Facebook for something and I saw a good friend of mine, Myron Edmonds. He was doing a he was doing a podcast or he was doing he was on live. And he was, you know, Myron's Myron's a mentor for 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 men. And um men men that kind of kind of need to i think he says get your shift together like like really get your stuff together fix your relationships you know get in tune with who you are so that you can be the man that you're supposed to be and so myron is leading the movement of men and he had a very controversial um topic that he had put out there the other night and it, it probably got a lot of people to um check in with it i see 126 comments 10 shares i can't see how many views um but it was a lot of views up uh, 1000 so 1600 views he got it that was that was like last night and so sexually frustrated husbands is what was the title of what he was talking about last night. How to persuade using a spiritual law. You know, this is an interesting topic because, you know, I'm sure there are there are there are many sides, right? There's the husband side, there's the wife's side, then there's the in-between side. There's, you know, folks trying to figure out, well, why aren't you doing this? And folks trying to figure out, well, you know, like like this, there were so many sides of this coin when 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 just now as i was preparing to come live and, and to and to present this information today I, I thought about it and i said where's the answer to this where is the answer to this and i remembered some years ago i was studying um a book the seven spiritual laws of success written by deepak chopra and I'm sure some of you may have some comments about Deepak. I'm sure he's gotten into some, I think he may have gotten into some trouble or whatever. But at any rate, very, very good, succinct book. You may not agree with all this stuff, but here's the thing. I like to take the stuff that I read. I like to go to the Bible and I like to see what's also in the Bible, right? Because at the end of the day, guys, if we if we can look at what man is writing and then we look at what God is endorsing, what we'll find is we'll find the truth is already in the Bible. 
The truth is already in the Bible. We're studying Proverbs this month. And in Proverbs chapter 25, I found a verse. I had it queued up. I didn't even know that I would talk on this topic today. Do you know how God works? Do you know how God works? I just want to ask you a question. Do you know how God works? And God sets things up even before you do them. So earlier this month, when I had the bright idea, me, I had a bright idea to write down all the Proverbs, one Proverbs verse from every chapter. And then I get to one and there was a few and I was like, God, do I want that? Do I want that? How am I going to use that? I didn't know I was going to use it. But I'm going to read it for you. It's a very powerful verse. It's a very powerful verse. And it's Proverbs 25, verse 15. And it says this, through patience, a ruler can be persuaded. And a gentle tongue can break a bone. Proverbs 25 and 15. Through patience, a ruler can be persuaded and a gentle tongue can break a bone. How to persuade using a spiritual law. And I'm going to share it. I'm going to talk about a couple of asset facets here. We're going to talk about this patience thing. We, we're, and we're going to talk about this gentle tongue. And then we're going to talk about the law inside of the book that Deepak wrote. And so patience. Patience is one of these. It's a spiritual law. Patience is spiritual. How do we know that love, joy, peace, patience? It's a fruit of the spirit. If patience is a fruit of the spirit, it didn't say fruits. It's a fruit singular, but there's multiple fruits inside of one thing. What is the one thing? You, you are a spiritual being. <laughs> through patience, a ruler is persuaded. It doesn't say through constant barraging and, and just talking and, and, and constantly, you know, complaining. It does not say that complaining will persuade anybody. It says through patience, a ruler can be persuaded. How does one persuade somebody using this thing called patience? Patience, what well, patience is this thing that you know God said that he's slow to anger, which means that he's patient. God said that he's long suffering, which means that he's patient. So if we're sitting here saying, man, how would I persuade somebody using this spiritual law? I got to first, here's the law that Deepak wrote about. I got to first detach from the outcome. I have to detach from it. The more I complain to my wife, the more she doesn't want to hear, hear from me. Morning, honey. How you doing? The more I complain, the more she is not, she, she gets frustrated. If she complained, it'll probably do the same thing. So if we're taking notes, if we're all taking notes today, you want something from somebody, find the P word, be patient, and then detach from the outcome. 
What does that mean? The law of detachment says that when you when you care so much about what is going to happen, what is going to come out of this thing, you cannot have it. And if you have it, it's going it's not going to feel the same. It's, it's not going to process the same. It's not going to come across the same. So we have to detach from it. So if I just take my man, Myron Edmonds' post and he's talking about sexually frustrated men and all these things. We just got to say, we just got to be, we just got to detach from sex. What if, what if as men, we detached from it? That doesn't mean we don't want it. It means that, you know what? I'm not going to allow this. Remember, sex is flesh. Even though there's a spiritual act of being with your wife, that's a spiritual act. Here's the thing, though. But if I'm, if I'm allowing that to run my life, then I'm allowing the flesh to get the most of me. Now, I don't know what they actually came up with on the topic last night. I have no idea. I have no idea. But now that the Holy Spirit has come into my life and, and he's, he, he's allowed me to, to just hear just a little bit, he's allowed me to see what's in the word. He's allowed me to understand it from a level that he says, hey, son, if that's what you want, be patient. Detach from it. Allow it to happen. How do you allow it to happen? Here, here's where it comes right here. This is how you get it. A gentle tongue can break a bone. What does that mean? It means that a person, listen, whoo, a person, think about this. They said you're killing them with kindness. Imagine if you were more kind. I ain't talking about nice here. Do you know what nice means? Nice means the, the town fool, the town idiot. I bet you didn't know that. The word nice means the town idiot. That's why it never says that God is nice. It says God is kind. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness. So if we're going to persuade our spouses, yes, I know. I know Jenny's probably listening to this. And I remember when I did this and she and, and I used to be I'm just detached from you. I'm just and she did not like when I, I used to just throw it at her. But I wasn't actually being gentle. I was just throwing at her. But if I'm literally going to work this, walk, walk this out in my own life, then you have to be more kind, I have to be more gentle. Imagine if you want something, but yet I'm detached from it. I know that I'm going to get it. That's faith, guys. It could have said it. It listen, it could say that why don't we just act in faith? Act as if it's gonna happen. That means that if we know something's gonna happen, then we don't, we don't, we don't have to like, we don't have to push it, we don't gotta press it, we don't gotta wonder about it, we don't gotta hope for it, we just know. That's why in the scripture, Hebrews 11, 1 says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Here's the thing, it means that. Right now, everything that I desire in my life is the totality of all those things. Faith is the substance, substance, everything. It, it includes everything, but it includes everything that is now beneath me. Sub, 
stance. Sub, below, stance is what I stand on. Faith are the things that are below me that I stand on while I am waiting for the things I desire to come to reality. I'm not that smart. I actually learned that from somebody else. <laughs> oh, man, I, I wish, I wish. Look, at the end of the day, that's why you have mentors, because a mentor can teach you things and show you things faster than you can get, get it yourself. How to persuade using a spiritual law. So what do we have? Have we discovered so far? Proverbs 25, 15 says, through patience, a ruler can be persuaded. Your wife, your husband's a ruler. People are rulers over their lives. So imagine we are interacting with people on a daily basis. Imagine you 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 want to make a sale. Funny because yesterday um, we were on a, on on a follow up sales call, and this morning I had I realized how bad we did in the call. We did terrible. I got to make sure I tell Shauna we did bad. We 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 did terrible because we did not persuade. We didn't persuade. We didn't. We didn't persuade them. One person. It was two people. One person who was mostly skeptical. The other was not skeptical. But the one person was skeptical. Like, and I said to myself, "Wow, we did not use the right framework. We were attached to what that outcome was going to bring." Even though, even though I'm not attached to it, but I said, "Wow, if we would have." If we would have done this, these, ask these few questions here. If we could ask four or five of these questions right here, gentle. See, a gentle tongue, a gentle tongue can break a bone. What does that mean? It just means that the way that you say something, the way that you ask something, the way that you use this, use these now patient phrases, it turns the situation around. See, everything that we do is spiritual. Like back when I was studying Deepak Chopra and I was studying Wayne Dwyer, I remember I spent a whole one afternoon, me and Jenny, I had just come into Wayne Dwyer. I was like, oh my, this guy's so good. And we sat down and I can't remember the I can't remember what he was speaking on, but it was it might have been almost a two-hour seminar. Just audio that we listened to and took notes over because his whole teaching was spiritual. Bible, God, but he taught it, he's teaching it because we have to become in tune with our spiritual natures because we're we're being led by our flesh. Yeah, we're being led by our flesh, right? Like go back to Myron, like sex. Sex is of the flesh, like because that, that flesh gets weak and as men, Men, the problem, the problem that we have is not the fact that we're not just getting it from our wives. It's the fact that we got to keep looking at women in our eyes. Our eyes keep telling us something. Our eyes keep persuading us, saying, hey, well, you probably want some. That's what our eyes do. Men, like women, y'all got it, but y'all don't have it the way we have it. It's bad for men. And men... I don't know, man. We we just like just like women. Everybody is wired different. That's why God put us together. 
we got to figure out, well, what's the spiritual law in all of this? How do we use detachment? How do we use patience, right? And then how we use these kind words to, to help bring relationships together, to persuade. How do we do that? How do we do it? So I think the first thing we have to do is men, business people, is to realize that right now, I've got to stand on, I've got to stand on everything that's below me. So if I have a desire, I have a desire, I have a hope. If I have a hope to be with my wife, right? If that's a struggle, if I have a hope to be successful in my business, if I have a hope to lose weight, if I have a hope to have more money, if I have a hope to build ministry, if I have a hope for something big in my life, then that means that I've got to take the hope and say, now I, I see it. But I got to put that below me. I got to put that down below. And I got to stand on it, knowing that it's mine. And I'm detached from when it's going to happen because I know what's going to happen. The thing about the thing that we have, the thing that we don't understand, I'm almost done here. The thing that we don't understand because because we're spiritual in nature, but because we can't see all the things happening in succession, we don't know when it's going to happen. Like we know, I'm going to tell you what we know. We know when seeds will bear fruit, like just about every seed, there's a, there's a, there's a period when they can say, Hey, you know, you put a, you know, you know, you put the apple seed in the ground, it's going to grow in this amount of time. The orange seed is going to grow in this amount of time, even with babies, like, Hey, woman gets pregnant. It's going to take nine months. You know, chicken gets pregnant. It's going to take this amount of time. Like, we know how this we know all the we know all the stuff that happens. It's just that when it comes to the things that we want, the spiritual things, the things that we can't see, that we have no control over, we don't know how it works. And we don't know since we can't see, since we can't see all the things that's gonna happen in succession to bring this thing to us, since we don't act, since we can't see it, that's where we have the biggest struggle. Here's what God did for us, because God did something amazing. Joshua 1.8 principle. He told us that you, you're going to be successful. He, he said, if you talk about it, keep it in your mouth. If you think about it, meditate on it day and night. If you take action on it, do all that it says to do. You will make your way prosperous and have good success. It didn't say that you might. So think how we are now bringing together multiple scriptures here. We've got Hebrews 11, 1. We got Proverbs 25, 15. And we've got Joshua 1, 8. And we just meshed it all together. So if you want to know how to do it, it comes back to the Joshua 1, 8 principle. Talk about it. Think about it. The reason why, here's the reason why talk about it is important. I used to think, think first. You got to talk first. Why? Because if you say something dumb, you should hear it. Ooh, man, think about that. If you say something dumb, you should hear what you said. Because a lot of times if we think something dumb, we won't know it. So we want to say it first, 
Think it, meditate on it, take action on it, and what's going to happen is you're going to transform your life. Imagine you transform your life and you make your way prosperous and have good success. Imagine that. Do you think you could persuade yourself to do this today? Persuade yourself. See, a lot of times we're trying to persuade others. Today, the most important person to persuade is numero uno. That's the most important person to persuade. So, Proverbs 25:15, what does it say? Through patient of rule can be can be persuaded. And a gentle tongue can break a bone, right? Hebrews 11.1. 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. It just means that, look, we're going to keep moving. We're going to keep talking about it. We're going to keep thinking about it. We're going to keep taking action on it until our lives are transformed. And when our lives transform, we'll do it all over again, continuing in the word of God, making our way prosperous, making our way to the good success that we are. That's how you persuade using spiritual law. I'm Jay Moore, the healthy accountant, helping you to account for your life. God bless. And I'll see you on the next episode. Peace.